Welcome to Hi Right Now Unfiltered. I'm Stephen Choi, your host. How's the vibe? Hi Right Now Unfiltered gives you a raw glimpse into the launching of my startup on a mission to empower you to form deep, meaningful connections. In this episode, I'll introduce you to Brendan, founder of Master Talk, a YouTube channel he started to help the world master public speaking and communication skills. From attending every single Hi Right Now event to going out of his way to connect us to the right people and refine our messaging, He's been a legend, our number one evangelist, and our great friend. So let's get started. All right, Brandon, welcome to How Right Now Unfiltered. What's going on? Pleasure is mine, Choi. How's life? Life is good, bro. Life is always good. So, Brandon, can you introduce yourself and say hi to our audience? For sure, man. So, yeah, my name is Brandon. I'm the founder of Master Talk. It's a YouTube channel I started to help the world master the art of communication and public speaking. So, I basically help people with their talk. That's a good way of summarizing it. Hmm. Yeah, public talk. Yeah, so I was uh, I had a chance to check out your Master Talk YouTube channel, and then it's 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 so inspiring. And I think you're super young, and you yeah you have this like charisma, like you at the same time you have this vision for educating uh, aspiring public speakers. And I'm curious, like what actually motivated you to go on this journey of teaching public speaking through YouTube and mentoring startups? Yeah, for sure, dude. So so when I was in university, I used to do these things called case competitions. So think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. So other guys my age were playing rugby or cricket or footy or something else. Clearly things I wasn't really equipped to do. I applied that same competitive spirit to presentations. That's how I got really good at communication. I was competing ferociously. I presented hundreds of times at university, coached dozens of people. And other things, this is the tech community. It was I was also a student VC. So in Canada, there's a fund called Real Ventures, and they have a student arm called Front Row Ventures. And the thesis behind the fund is that a lot of great startups are born in universities, but VCs who are established can't go source deals there because it's not worth it for their time. Mm. So their thesis is get a bunch of students to source the deals for them and make them write the checks, really small checks, obviously. And there's a similar model called Dorm Room Fund in the States. So anyways, I was a part of that court. So I was probably you know one of the youngest VCs out there. And I noticed firsthand because of my case competition experience and the presentation stuff, because I'm not a technical guy, is that a lot of the technical founders were really good at product, really smart, but also really bad at communicating those products. So with all of these things in mind, when I started working in the corporate world, I joined as a consultant at IBM post-grad. I just noticed that I was born for something bigger. I just noticed pretty much that communication was an issue everyone had. And most people who had important ideas to share couldn't afford those resources. So I said, fuck it. Let me just make some free videos for people in my basement. One thing led to another. And here we are today, to my surprise, to be honest. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. I love it. Uh, Yeah. So so speaking about messaging and um, helping people refine their messaging, that's exactly what you've done for high right now for me personally. And at the same time, you've connected me and us to a ton of people showing up to our high right now parties like every week and just going out of your way to really add a ton of value um, and in, in any way you possibly can. And that really inspires me, right? Because like I, I learn from people like you and then People like you really, I guess, epitomize um, what we're trying to build, this movement of empowering humanity to form deep, meaningful connections. And I'm curious, what actually enables you to contribute so much, give so much to everyone around you, including us? Like, what is, what is, what's the secret sauce there? 
Yeah, for sure. I, I think for me, the secret sauce has always been a selfish reasons, right? Figure out who are the people that excite you, you find interesting. If you had a shitty product, man, I wouldn't be helping you. If you weren't <laughs> trying as hard as you were, I probably wouldn't be spending all these hours talking and advising you guys. And I think that thesis should apply to anybody. Don't waste your time with people who aren't moving your goals forward. Sure, I help you, Joy, but I get a lot out of it too. I got to experience your platform. I get to meet with super smart people because I only like working with winners, right? And you're a winner. And a lot of the people are too. But I think the general lesson for people is to have a clear understanding on what you want your life to be, what your unique gifts are, and how you can use those gifts to find somebody and to help somebody out. So the way that I thought about this, look, once again, I'm not a technical guy. I can't look at someone's tech stack and say, oh, let me improve this. Let me do this. So people will come up to me and go, what's your opinion of my technology and what I'm building from a technology perspective? I don't have an answer. I don't know. So I, I, bring the, I direct them to somebody else that knows that stuff. But when I look at a, a business or a startup or a venture or an idea that I think is really good and is not being communicated well, I get crazy. I get so obsessed. I was like, no, 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 no. Like you're doing this wrong. Like you need to do it like this, this, this. And I see that clear relationship between me and the person I can add value to. We were a perfect fit in the sense that I just love communication as, as the communication guy. But I also like the way and the thesis behind the company around connection. And I thought you guys weren't communicating that at the level it could be. So mm -hmm. it just excited the crap out of me. So, so I think the idea for people is find that secret sauce, that in-between for you. Who do you like to work with? Who were you inspired by? Where, who are the people that really get you up in the morning and say, I'm down to just coach people nine hours straight? Maybe not everyone says that, but I sure do. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. That, 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 that's super dope. Yeah. So I guess I guess in your own words, like what does what does like our vision of empowering humanity to form deep, meaningful connections? What does deep, meaningful connection mean to you? And after having experienced a platform for for months on end for for a couple of months i mean you showed up to every single one of our parties what um like why do you love why do you love the experience so much like what about it i think what's fascinating about what you guys do that isn't true with every other platform is you try and bring people together at scale and we both have the same thesis as to how to build connections which in one word is what we call filtering you're not going to vibe with everyone. It's just the truth of the matter. And what you guys do at scale is say, that is true. So what we're going to do instead, so that you can get to those deep, meaningful conversation relationships faster, is let me put you in a room with 10 other people, like you do in a networking cocktail at a normal event in the real world, but more efficiently. Because in, in the real world, there's still those awkward in-between moments hmm. where you're there three minutes, you have a drink, you're not talking to anybody. You don't have that and say hi right now or in high right now, specifically as a platform. And when you meet those 10 people, there's always one person that you're like, wow, that person I vibed with like crazy. And then you spend mm -hmm. eight hours talking to, like today, the coffee chat I have in four hours is with the yeah. guy I met on the platform. And he's the only one from the 10 people I met in that hour that I was like, I, besides the people I already knew, like you Amazing. obviously, that yeah. I was like, I need to talk to this guy. This guy's super smart. And that's the key insight. All you need is that one person who's like super clean connection that you're just like, wow, this platform's amazing. Hmm. So that's what really excites me about connection and building authentic relationships in a startup lens in the sense that if we connect all the winners with each other, because most people aren't going to do something significant with their life. I, I honestly believe that. But for the 1% who are trying to, not saying everyone will, but for the 1% who are trying to, if we connected them with each other, 
life would just like society would just move a hundred times faster. Mm. So, so focus on the demographic and audience that is trying to make something happen. Like, would you say what change makers, like, how would you describe these like yeah. graphics? Let, let me tell you like the most exciting part, like the, the thing that like gets me like crazy, like in a good way, if somebody out there in the world introduced me to every startup in the world, like, let's say there's 40,000 startups in the world. Let's say there's 10,000, 5,000 pre-seed, right? Pre-seed startup. Mm-hmm. I would coach all of them. I wouldn't get on one-on-one calls with them, but mm. I'd be like, all 5,000 of you, send me your pitch decks. I'll spend five minutes on each one. Mm. But I can't do that. I have no introductions. I need to go through all of this sauce. I need it. It's like the whole education system. Can I right. solve public speaking for the world? Absolutely. Mm. I have the curriculum. It's yeah. free. I won't even mm. sell it to you. I'll give it to you. But yeah. I don't have the keys to the kingdom. So I can't do shit. That's annoying. Mm. It, drives me, it drives me crazy. Yeah. And that's what I love about your platform. Mm. is I can meet everyone at scale. I can meet 10 people an hour. If I go to five events, I can meet 50 people. Those 50 people introduce me to other 50 people. And eventually, just by using your platform in a month, right. I'll, I'll be working. I work with what? Like you and maybe like three, four other founders on a weekly basis. And then eventually that number becomes 50 because of what you do at scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just want to set the context here, like for for all the listeners and viewers, right? Because I, I guess it's it's not. I'm just I'm not trying to like draw out all these different like. Okay, this is like marketing for I right now, yeah. but really, really, I mean, I mean, we we just have. I mean, you and I, Brendan, you and I have this relationship where I, I always ask you for advice and like your 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 opinions, your perspectives about our platform, our future, our vision, and execution strategy and everything because it's like it's it's that's that's how we actually learn what users think and then you're you're the you you exemplify our i guess our most diehard hardcore fans so like getting your perspective is extremely extremely important so i think it's extremely important for our audience to also understand that perspective and context absolutely dude. yeah yeah 100 percent um how did you first heard about how right now How'd you first get, yeah, get sure. used to it? So, so basically my strategy after all my speaking engagements got canceled over, I was supposed to be in Jordan for three days and Amsterdam for a month. Like I had these big plans for this year and obviously COVID had other plans for me. So besides crying for three days, I just asked myself, okay, this year I don't get back. So how do I reinvest it? And I, and I talked to a lot of the smart friends I had in my network and they, one of them gave me the idea. They said, Hey, didn't you guest on like seven podcasts? Why don't you try guessing on a thousand? And I just went, a thousand? They were like, yeah, figure it out. Started emailing. It wasn't really working. Then I found this platform called matchmaker.fm that connects mm. a bunch of podcasters with guests. So I was like, oh, this is sick. So I started pitching all of them. I think I pitched like nice. all 3,000 of them. And that's why I booked so many interviews. But one of those interviews, yeah. I met a guy named Elvis. That's why I met Sam, by the way. All these people I introduced you to, a lot of these people are just people I connected with on podcasts. Interesting. Matchmaker.fm. Okay. I'll yeah, check it out. That, that was like my secret sauce. Shout out to James Mulvaney, who's the founder of the show, I mean, of the platform. But anyways, the guy. So I, I stumbled on this guy named Elvis. He was the founder of some podcast called Startup House. I don't remember what the name is anymore. Startup Playground. Yeah, play, yeah, yeah, it's Playground. <laughs> what the hell he calls it. And it's like, yeah. so I get on the call with some dude from Lithuania. And he's like, hey. Do you know what lunch club is? I was like, yeah, I use it like six times a week because I, I want to meet people because I can't go to conferences anymore. I wasn't having a good experience with it, but I, was, I had a couple of good connections. I was like, whatever, let me spend six hours of my life doing it. 
He's like, you got to try this uh, platform called High right now. I was like, Hi, what? I don't smoke, dude. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he was like, no, I'm kidding. He didn't say that. And then he was like, yo, you got to get on this platform. You can meet like 10 people in an hour. And I was like, how did – but if you're on a Zoom call for with 10 people, isn't that boring? He's like, no, no, no. It's like one-on-one. I was like, okay. So I went to an event. I did one event. I think I met all three of you, all yeah. three of the founders in like one event. I was like, yo, this is dope. <laughs> and, then, and then I started going to one and over it. And then it just uh, – yeah it's crazy thing that i just just been going to every event ever since love it i love it awesome let's uh let's turn the dial back on uh you right what's something that people don't know about you but would be pleasantly surprised if they found out i don't know if the word pleasantly is right but i think uh one thing i do is bizarre is i can karaoke in eight different languages uh you know i know how to i dance alone in my basement an hour a day to relieve stress and because i'm crazy I have dance parties in my house and I love clubbing. Like clubbing is like, I miss clubbing so much. Like going Dang, to, going to a club. I don't, by the way, I'm very different than you. Like in the sense, like I don't drink nothing. I don't smoke anything, but boy, do I love clubs. Like it's just the best. Like I just love being there. I'm yeah. like the worst, by the way, I am the worst client for any club. I walk in, you don't pay anything, right? Cause you have yeah. to like, buy drink. I don't yeah, buy yeah. anything. And whenever I want to gl- get a glass of water, you know, there's like a woman over there was really nice. I just go up to her, I chat her up, I go, Hey, you bought a drink. Can you just get me a glass of water? She's like, Absolutely. I take the and I just walk away. That's like for seven hours. It's just the best. It's great. Oh, uh, I miss I miss clubbing, raving, all that, you know. That's that's ultimate in person vibing, you know. I love it. Yeah, what that would post I don't rave though. Like that's the the level. Yo, what's the difference between dancing and raving? Oh, but there's like inclusion of other things when you're raving. I, I don't mind going to a rave, but I don't do the extra mm. stuff. But I'm crazy though. I I dance like mm. I'm high anyway, so Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dancing, that's, dancing. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I'm I'm just I'm just kinda like my mind is taking me to to to, to places, you know. <laughs> How, how did you how did you end up um singing in eight different languages like how did that come about yeah it was a it was a long racist story so anyways i had a lot of asian friends growing up and uh we used to play this game called league of legends so i was really really good at the game i, was, I just yeah. played all the time which means which means you're only friends with asian people basically oh yeah 100 and and they just went like yo you want to like go out tonight i was like i don't go to bars this is like back in the day like uh, i was like 19 or something like no 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 it's uh, karaoke and I was like I don't sing, and they were like no 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 it's it's just for fun like we just buy food like nothing crazy, and then I said no I was like why like you guys are stupid like I don't just karaoke, but you know they're my best friends right so like a fifth or sixth time they're like hey you should come karaoke and I was like what the hell like what is this I don't know how to yeah. sing but let's let's go to this thing so I, yeah. I sat down in this very fancy room there was like a waiter who would bring like drinks like really good snacks like a crispy chicken and all this. i was like oh this place is like nice and then and then they would turn on songs and start singing in different languages and i was like oh that's pretty cool man yeah i started doing that like every month i was like these asian guys uh, gals know how to party i was like this is great i don't there's like nothing like very very chill right there's nothing no drugs or anything it's just they're just singing so i just started learning a bunch of languages and uh yeah i ended up learning how to karaoke and aid them i guess (laughs) Yo, a little, little karaoke battle post-pandemic. Yo, let's go. Make it happen. Make it happen. I love, I love singing as well. That's, that's I'm not I'm good at it, by the way. But uh, oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, the karaoke vibe is not about yeah, you know, definitely not. <laughs> just like you know, just amp up the vibe. You know. Yeah, dude, amp up yeah, the vibe. Yeah. Love that. One hundred percent. Cheeky Indian hustle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <man. laughs> um, yo, so obviously. 
um, you're already making waves as um, the public speaker. Um, everyone knows about you, and that that's kind of like you you are the communication guy, obviously. But what what's something that you want people to remember about you? Yeah, I think, I think if there's one thing I re- I want people to remember me by is by this favorite quote that I love, and the quote goes as follows: "Be insane, or be the same." If you want to be like everyone else, that's totally fine. But if you're still listening to us vibe for some weird, messed up reason, you probably want to do something important with your life. So the only advice that really matters is to do crazy shit because that's what great people do. They take the risks that nobody else is willing to take. And I'm a great example of this. I mean, don't you find it odd that a 22-year-old started a YouTube channel in his mother's basement? Not on pranks, not on vlogs, not on comedy, because that's what normal 22-year-olds do. But he started it on executive communication tips. Then he went on to coach executives of companies who are double his age, double his experience, all from the comfort of a mattress that he sits on in his mother's basement at the age of 24, yet doesn't want to move out of that basement, dances and does all these languages, loves Justin Bieber, doesn't own a car, how do any of these decisions make any sense at all? And that, my friends, is the point. When all of the decisions in your life make sense to the only person that matters, which is you, you're making the right call. So the only thing that matters from this conversation is the following. You want to do great things in life? You want, you want something to remember me by? It's the fact that I made the decision to be insane when most people want to be the same. That's it. Love it, bro. Love it. Uh, lastly, any tips or advice for aspiring world changers, public speakers, entrepreneurs? Yeah. So I guess besides being insane or being the same, I guess the other thing that's worth mentioning, geez, I, I'm like Rolodexing right now. Oh, right. Here's one. Uh, decisions are more important than passions. I think passions are stupid. And the reason I think passions are stupid is because they're general. They're non-specific. You can be passionate about anything. Your family, your dog, your lights. By the way, if you have a passion and you know what it is, my advice doesn't apply. But for the other 95% of people who don't have one, I encourage you to focus on decisions. So don't ask yourself, what does what is your passion about? But rather ask yourself, what does the world need you most to do right now and why? And if you can answer that question, you'll know exactly what your next move is. And keep in mind with me, if I never made the decision to be an accountant, I never would have made the decision to be a technology consultant. And if I never made that decision, we wouldn't even be here. I wouldn't have had the expertise to even do master talk. And that's the point. Make decisions because decisions make more sense than passions. Super inspiring. That's just vibe out of control. What can I say, you know? <laughs> Let's get it, man. <laughs> Let the vibe guide you. Thanks for the vibe, as always, Brendan. And um, I'll see you. I'll see you next time. Thanks for having me, dude. Peace.